0: Welcome back to Two Minute Warning, a countdown of the most important news in sports business. This podcast is a weekly recap of my favorite stories and headlines from the Two Minute Warning newsletter. We hope you enjoy it and don't forget to subscribe. Let's get into our first story. One of my favorite events is back. It's called The Match and it's a golf event between celebrities and athletes. So... Tom Brady is going to team up with Phil Mickelson again and take on Bryson DeChambeau, who's a golfer, and Aaron Rodgers, who we all know is the Packers quarterback, who's in a little bit of controversy because he clearly wants to trade out of Green Bay. But anyway, Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady in May 2020 actually played against Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning and lost that matchup. But they're going to be back for the fourth edition of the match, which is going to air on TNT on July 6th. And I'm really looking forward to this even though I'm not the biggest golf fan, I I do really enjoy this event because you do get to see these athletes up close and personal because they're mic'd the entire time. So you hear all their frustrations, you hear all their banter. There's so much smack talk that goes on. Um, Actually, Tom Brady's already started the smack talk on social media by uh, making fun of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, which is obviously a sensitive topic right now, but it's all in good fun. And I think other sports should really adopt this and, and being able to see these athletes up close and it really humanizes them and it turns them into not just athletes, but, you know, people that you could sit from your couch and think of as your friend. Like I could imagine myself hanging out with Tom Brady now because I feel like I know him on a different level of instead of just constantly seeing him every Sunday playing football. So I think other sports should use this and like. Something that came to mind was, okay, maybe there should be a two-on-two football game. So let's team up LeBron James with Patrick Mahomes and Kevin Durant with Russell Wilson, another quarterback. And we should just have these mini events that are like pay-per-view. They could either raise money for charity or they can just be more money for these athletes. And I think these are all great ideas. And it's just something different. And we just need more different things. Everything is too scripted these days. There's not enough creativity. So on July 6th, I know where I'll be, I'll be sitting on my couch watching these four play golf, and I'm going to really enjoy it. On to the second story, which is one of my favorites in a long time. Julio Jones is a receiver for the Atlanta Falcons, and there's been crazy trade rumors that he's going to be traded soon because he's very expensive and the Falcons don't want to keep him. So what happened was there's a show on Fox News, on, on Fox Sports 1 called Undisputed, It's with famed host Skip Bayless, who's been ridiculed for his absurd takes about LeBron James. And basically, Shannon Sharp, his co-host, cold-called Julio Jones during the show and asked Julio if he was going to stay with the Atlanta Falcons. And it really wasn't clear if Julio even knew he was on live TV. And Julio basically said he's out of Atlanta He's looking to go to another team, which was we we all knew that was going to happen eventually. But for him to say that on live air with Shannon Sharp calling him and putting him on speaker, that that was something I'd never seen before. So from a legal perspective, it's actually really funny because the show is being filmed in California and in California, there's a requirement uh, for two party consent. So when it comes to capturing phone conversations, both parties need to consent to being recorded Uh, So Jones and Sharp would both need prior knowledge of the call being aired and recorded. So technically, if Julio Jones wanted to file charges, Shannon Sharp could face a misdemeanor for a violation of a California penal code and he could be fined $2,000 or alternatively a year in jail. I mean, that's not going to happen, but it's been crazy outrage in all of the media because Fox hasn't responded to anyone's comment. They just aired this without getting permission from the Falcons or Jones, and it's causing this whole thing. But to me, the most interesting part is that Jones is really the only athlete to not uh, show his frustration and demonstrate his frustration on social media. Most athletes these days, whenever they're upset with their current situation, they just go to social media and vent to their fans. And that sometimes puts a lot of pressure on the teams. And I think the most famous example of this, if, if I'm remembering correctly, is Eric Bledsoe, who was a point guard for the Phoenix Suns, just sent out this tweet one time that just said, quote, I don't want to be here. And that set off a firestorm of crazy reaction. And NBA Twitter is really the best because the players interact the most. And eventually Bledsoe did get traded. So that, so that did have a really big effect. But for someone to just go on and be cold called during a show was, was really unfathomable. And I think this kind of shows like where the future of these live sports talk shows are. I mean, nobody really cares about all the arguments about whether Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James or vice versa. What we care about is live reactions. And it almost reminds me of a radio, like when an athlete calls up a radio station and says something, it automatically gets a great reaction. And it's just in the moment. It's just what they truly believe. And I think Too often now athletes hide behind social media. They're not actually voicing their true opinions. Um, And I think this is the future of what sports shows should be doing. It should be more spontaneous stuff instead of scripted debates that have been rehearsed a hundred times and everybody else is doing them. So what happened with Jones, while it may have not been the most ethical thing to do, I think it does paint a picture of what the future of live sports talk shows could be like. Let's get right into the 10-second runoff. 1. Raptors superfan Nav Batia, who you can frequently see at Raptors games and hasn't missed a home game since the team's first season in 1995, became the first fan to be inducted into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. 2. Sports cards are still doing well even though NFTs are around. One of the most famous baseball cards of all time, the T206 of Honus Wagner, was sold over the weekend for $3.75 million. Three, if you thought Fernando Tatis Jr. launching two grand slams within nine months was impressive, look at what his dad accomplished. He's the only MLB player to ever hit two grand slams in one inning. Four, unsurprisingly, the NBA didn't suspend LeBron James before the Lakers play-in game against the Warriors two weeks ago, even though James clearly broke league COVID protocols by attending a tequila brand promotion party with celebrities such as Drake. Meanwhile, Kevin Porter Jr. of the Houston Rockets wants his $50,000 back after he was suspended for breaking the same protocol, and Kristaps Porzingis of the Dallas Mavericks was fined $50,000 for attending a club. 5. Two months before the Tokyo Olympics, the U.S. State Department warned Americans against all travel to Japan. 6. The NBA formed an African business entity valued at nearly $1 billion that will help operate the Basketball Africa League, which superstar celebrity Jake Cole recently participated in. 7. After a failed merger attempt with news company Axios, The Athletic may be acquired by the New York Times for around $500 million. 8. Deshaun Watson will not be deposed until at least February 22, 2022. So his legal status after being accused by 22 women of misconduct won't be resolved until after this upcoming season. 9. A Cowboys linebacker is willing to pay six figures to change his jersey number from 54 to 9 after the NFL relaxes rules about position numbers. Apparently, if an NFL player wants to change their number, they must buy the remaining retail inventory of their old jerseys. Ten, a Cleveland Indians pitcher somehow broke his thumb after aggressively ripping off his shirt. Ouch! Now that is what I call an all-out blitz. Thanks for listening to today's episode, which was brought to you by me, Brad Waldstreicher, editor Annie Waldstreicher, yeah, that's and that's podcast bad producer Zach Uh, cause the same ones saying that they messing with me. Try to slide t-